Good morning, it's Wednesday, the first day of March. Here's your local news from the News Tribune. You can get all the news that didn't make today's paper in our e-edition product. Tacoma now offers the latest stories with the familiar look of the News Tribune but without the deadlines. Check it out at liveeedition.thenewstribune.com. Wednesday will see a mix of clouds and sun on a mostly dry day. High temperatures will reach the upper 40s. Nighttime lows will fall into the mid-30s. Now on with today's top stories. The wait for light rail to Seattle just got longer for Pierce County riders. The long-awaited extension of link trains between Tacoma and Federal Way will probably not open until 2035, Sound Transit announced Monday. It's a three-year delay from Sound Transit's last projected opening of 2032 for the $3.3 billion project. Sound Transit said Monday it found the need for more station options in Fife due to floodplain issues. It also needed another route in the South Federal Way-slash-Milton area to avoid adverse effects to cultural resources and construction challenges along the planned route along Interstate 5. The Sound Transit Board will meet in late March to decide if it will approve studying the new station locations and route changes. The extension was approved by voters in 2016. Its opening date was to be in 2030. The route will run on mostly elevated tracks between Federal Way and Tacoma and include four new stations in South Federal Way, Fife, East Tacoma-Portland Avenue and Tacoma Dome. It will take Tacoma passengers to SeaTac in 35 minutes. Two Pierce County government agencies have been the subject of ransomware attacks in the past three months, putting public data at risk. Russia-based ransomware group LockBit claims to have stolen confidential data from Pierce Transit and about 300 gigabytes of data from the city of Lakewood. On February 15, LockBit threatened to leak a huge portion of the confidential data in our hands from Pierce Transit, including personal data of customers, contracts, postal correspondence and non-disclosure agreements if a ransom is not paid, according to information on the dark web found by Brett Callow, a threat analyst at computer security company Emsisoft. On February 14, there was a ransomware incident that temporarily disrupted some agency systems, Pierce Transit Communications Manager Rebecca Jaffet said in an email to the News Tribune on Monday. Jaffet said Pierce Transit operations and rider safety were not impacted as a result of the ransomware incident and a majority of operations have now been fully restored. A man was fatally shot inside a tent at a Tacoma homeless encampment Tuesday, according to Tacoma police. A dog, which was also shot, later died at a veterinarian's office. A call reporting the shooting in the area of South 74th Street and Tacoma Mall Boulevard came at 11.23 a.m., according to Tacoma police spokesperson Wendy Haddo. The 26-year-old man was pronounced dead at the scene. A suspect in an RV parked in the 2600 block of South 80th Street was arrested without incident. The 36-year-old suspect was booked into jail for first-degree murder and first-degree unlawful possession of a firearm. A retail chain that declared bankruptcy this month is closing four stores in Washington state, including two in the Lacey and Puyallup areas. Dallas-based Tuesday Morning has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection for the second time in almost three years and plans to close more than half its stores nationwide. In its latest filing on February 14, the company said it was reorganizing to reduce its outstanding liabilities, obtain significant and necessary capital, and ultimately transform into a nimbler retailer that serves heritage markets in a profitable manner, it said it had secured a $51.5 million debtor in possession commitment from Invictus Global Management to help reorganize. Included on the retailer's 2023 closings list are its South Hill store at 13410 Meridian Avenue East in Meridian Town Center and its Lacey store, 719 Slater Kinney Road Southeast in South Sound Center. Each store is advertising closeout sales now. The retailer sells discounted home goods and decor. A Tacoma Pierce County Health Department official on Tuesday said the department was closing in on our last option for a Tacoma tuberculosis patient refusing treatment and isolating at home. 
That option would be jail. Nigel Turner is Division Director of Communicable Disease Control for TPCHD. In an update published by TPCHD, Turner wrote, quote, We have worked with family and community members for more than a year to do everything we can to persuade this woman to take her medication to protect herself and our community. End quote. There have been 15 court hearings, and Turner said this is the last option. Turner said the department is constantly balancing risk to the public and the civil liberties of the patient. We are always hopeful a patient will choose to comply voluntarily. Seeking to enforce a court order through a civil arrest warrant is always our last resort. He added that this is a rare instance where the patient has refused to take the life-saving medication she needs or remain in isolation. The News Tribune has found court proceedings dating back to January 2022 in the case. A shooting Monday at a homeless encampment in downtown Tacoma landed a man in the hospital with life-threatening injuries, according to the Tacoma Police Department. In a tweet, police said officers responded at about 1.20 p.m. to a report of someone shot at an encampment at South Tacoma Way and Pacific Avenue. The 911 caller reported it happened under an overpass that crosses Pacific. A 30-year-old man with a gunshot wound was found. Police spokesperson Wendy Haddo said couldn't confirm whether he had been staying at the encampment. Police didn't specify where he was hit, nor did they give a motive for the shooting. A ferry is again running between Stelicum and Anderson Island after a mechanical issue on the vessel. The Stelicum 2 caused service to be suspended this weekend, the county said. The boat was outfitted with a temporary engine generator midday Sunday, in time for 3.50 p.m. service from Stelicum, according to alerts posted to the county's website and on the ferry ticket purchasing and tracking app, City Experiences. Low compression was found in a ferry generator on Friday afternoon causing a series of cancellations before service was entirely suspended. Work will continue this week to repair the broken generator, which the county hopes to complete by Friday without any new service interruptions. The service suspension over the weekend left travelers stranded, and prompted aid from Anderson Island Fire and Rescue and a private sailor, whose boats ushered people across the water. The county typically operates a second vessel, the Christine Anderson, but it was out of commission due to a firefighting water supply pump that needs to be replaced, an issue discovered following the vessel's recent return from dry dock. We live, work and play in Pierce County. We're your neighbors, and we love it here. That's why we're starting an emailed newsletter where you can find out what's happening in Puyallup, South Hill, Sumner, Bonnie Lake, Ording, Buckley and beyond. It'll give you the latest news from the cities, towns and rural communities of East Pierce County. We are also starting a newsletter that will give you the latest news from Gig Harbor, the Key Peninsula, Fox Island and other communities on the west side of the Narrows. These newsletters will come out once per week. Please visit thenewstribune.com slash newsletters to sign up. Local reporting is the heart of the free press. Help support it with a digital or print subscription to the News Tribune. Visit TNT Offers for more information.